G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. Thanks for joining me this week and I want to look at what I think may be quite an intriguing topic for many of us and not one I've heard many messages on. I'm sure there have been some and probably very, very good ones, but not ones that I've heard. I want to look this week at the mystery of unanswered prayer. And I'm sure every one of us, well, I know every one of us who has prayed has experienced at times unanswered prayer, probably more often than we would like. Have you ever wondered why a God who does not and cannot lie repeatedly promises in the scriptures to answer your prayers, my prayers, and yet so often he appears not to? Here's some examples, John 14, 14. If you ask anything in my name... I will do it. Sounds pretty straightforward to me. John 16, verse 24, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. So what's the deal? What's going on here? How come the promises are so clear and yet the answers often seem so rare? One reason I think that people pray little or not as much as maybe they could or should is because so many previous prayers have not been answered. And I guess it's just discouraging. If you pray 50 prayers and not one gets answered, it's not easy to keep going. Imagine the other side. If every prayer was answered, or even just 50% of your prayers were answered, most of us would pray a whole lot more. Even with every second prayer answered, you could just about have anything you want. You know, you pray one prayer for one minute, another for the second minute, third minute, and the fourth minute, and every second prayer is answered, hey, You could just about have anything you want in the world. And of course, it's not going to work that way. I want to acknowledge a a book by Artie Kendall, which gave me some of these thoughts. The book was called, Did You Think to Pray? Kelly was on death row, and he was saved a few months before he was going to be executed. During this time, he came across John 14, 14. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, he was innocent of the crime he was charged for, so he prayed that he would not die according to this promise of God in the scriptures in John 14, verse 14. So he told his pastor about it, how he's believing for this prayer to be answered. But his pastor cautioned him. He was concerned, obviously. Kelly's response was, but the Bible says, and Jesus himself says, if I ask anything in his name, I will receive it. Well, the pastor was quite concerned because as a new Christian, he was worried that Kelly could lose his faith if this prayer was not answered. But every time he visited Kelly, Kelly was on his knees with the Bible opened at, guess where? Yep, John 14, verse 14. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. He was so determined to have that prayer answered. I guess it's the zeal of a new Christian too, isn't it, sometimes? As he was being escorted to the electric chair, A few minutes before the execution, guess what? Yep, he was pardoned and released. As a result of that, he became an evangelist and he's told his story 
everywhere he went and no doubt people loved it, clapped and cheered and thought, man, this is awesome. And it's true. Sometimes God will come through and answer a prayer like that in a miraculous way. But we know through experience that prayer doesn't always work that way for everyone. If it did, maybe the whole world would become Christians because they'd think, man, all I've got to do is pray for whatever I want. God's going to answer me. Hey, I can have whatever I want in life. It just doesn't work that way. No doubt, my guess is, Kelly soon discovered that every prayer is not answered in the way that prayer was dramatically answered. With unanswered prayer, what I've found is this, that people can often feel that God has betrayed them or that God has let them down, especially if it's something that is is a desperate need. Maybe they're hurting immensely or going through just a crisis of crises, and they know that God can help them. They know God could sort the situation out for them, but he doesn't. And it's a mystery to them. They're thinking, God, I know you love me. I know you've got all power. How come you're not coming through for me? How come you're not answering this prayer? It would be so easy for you, Lord, to help me in this situation. So people can feel betrayed by God. They can feel let down by God. Some people, as a result, will even turn away from following God. I pray that you will never be one to do that. Unanswered prayer happens to all Christians. Here's a scripture in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 8. The Apostle Paul, of all people, the great Apostle Paul, concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. This is a thorn in the flesh that Paul has. We're not entirely sure what that was, but obviously it troubled him, it bothered him, it really afflicted him, and so he pleaded, it's a strong word, with God three times that it might depart from him. Well, Paul, we know, as one of the greatest apostles in Scripture, experienced unanswered prayer. God did not resolve the situation as Paul requested. So how do we explain the mystery of unanswered prayer? I'm going to try and answer that for you during the course of the remainder of this week. So stay tuned. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au.